Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It is Thursday, May the 30th. I was going to say Thirsty Thursday, but there's no Thirsty Thursday for me. But anyway, no game tonight. The Astros are off. Tomorrow they begin a series with the Oakland A's, and we'll get to that later. The Astros take two out of three from the Cubs. Those games were Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Monday they won 6-5. to five. Tuesday, they won 9-6. to six. It was a pretty exciting game. And last night, Wednesday, they lost 2-1. to one. And this is going to be a super brief recap. I'm not even going to tell you how they scored or anything. It's going to be the briefest recap in the history of Astros baseball. Not Astros baseball, but the podcast hosted by me called Astros Baseball. So Monday, Garrett Cole went six innings, three hits, two runs, and 12 strikeouts. Amazing. And his record, I believe, is now five and five, or maybe, I think it's five and five. And he keeps winning, well, he was one and four, and then he evened it up to four and four, then he was four and five, five and five, five and six, I don't know. But anyway, his record is even. And if I got to look that up, I will. I got the computer out, and I will look it up. All I have to do is change this to pitching. Garrett Cole, 5-5. Five and five. Okay, so he's 1-4. and four. But anyway, after... So he gets to 4-4, four and four and he loses, goes to 4-5, and five, then he wins. Now he's 5-5. Five and five. So I was going to say something about how he is not consistent. But... I made, I made a mistake. I thought he had evened it up and kept losing, winning, losing, winning. I thought he did it twice, but it was only once. So I was just saying, the last time out, he got beat up pretty good. And this time, he didn't. This time, he did awesome. He did give up two runs, but he did awesome. But he, I, I think, I could be wrong, but it's my opinion. It's the way I feel from watching the games, not looking at stats, that proves to you I didn't know his stats. I had to look it up. But it feels like he either dominates or he gets lit up a little. So the Astros win this game 6-5, to five, and they score five runs in the third inning. It was a couple of ground outs, I think a couple of singles, and a double mixed in there. 
So I'm not going to go over that. But five runs, and that's how they win the game. You score five runs in one inning, and your starting pitcher only allows two runs, you're going to win. But you go into the ninth inning, so somewhere between Garrett Cole and Osuna, there had to have been another person give up a run, or maybe one of them was unearned. I don't know. I didn't write it down. I just, I'm giving you a brief summary of the game. I'm sure all of you watched it. But Osuna comes in in the top of the ninth and gives up two home runs to pick up save number 14. What's going on with Roberto Osuna? So let me put a pin in this conversation right now. So I said in the last podcast that he, it was one of my rants. He was, man, I had a rant for tonight and I already forgot it. Uh, So anyway, I'm trying to do this quickly because I need to go to bed. But anyway, my rant last time was that he blew the save. He allowed the other team to tie the game up. He wasted a win. Someone else could have had a win, and he, he, he missed it up. Blew his first save ever. And never pitched again in the game, but Correa had that game-winning single with the bases loaded and he got the win that was my rant so this game and that's just the way the rules are he gives up two solo home runs and he almost loses the game for the astros and he picks up a save so he's getting extremely lucky he hasn't got any losses but he did have a blown save so he's no longer perfect but he picks up another save i don't know what's wrong with him he's giving up Home runs left and right now. Hopefully he will straighten that out. Um, Not going to lie, I went to bed early last night and nobody scored while I was asleep, so I didn't miss anything. And I highly doubt that he pitched. Uh, But anyway, offensively, Bregman went two for five. Yuli, three for four, and I believe. I, I don't think it was. I don't know if they did it on a Monday. But I know for sure the guys put the Yuli Gurriel bobblehead on the on the uh, rail of the dugout, and he went three for four. Good job. And Fisher, who recently got called up, he went two for four. Tuesday, Corbin Martin. I thought if Corbin Martin had a bad outing, he would no longer be in the rotation, but I have not heard a thing about it. Speaking of not hearing a thing about it, I haven't read, I haven't seen, or heard anything, anything about Jordan Alvarez getting called up. There's so many people on Twitter tweeting that the Super 2, I think there's a few more days left, maybe four or five, I have no idea. But they're all tweeting, he's coming right after the Super 2 deadline. Tyler White's gone, which I'll be happy with that. But I don't know where they're getting it at. I don't know if they're just assuming it's going to happen, but I don't believe it is. They haven't said that he's ready. They've said that he is close to being ready. They said he won't be called up until he's a Major League Baseball left fielder because they don't want him to be a DH or play first all the time because you already got Yuli. Where's Yuli going to go? He has to be a left fielder 
or he's not going to get called up. And if he does get called up and he's a left fielder, you got Tony Kemp, Jake Marisnik, him, Brantley, Springer, Reddick. That's too many outfielders. So I just don't see it. That's my... I mean, they're going to have to get rid of Tyler White, and maybe they're going to have to get rid of Kemp. They're going to have way too many outfielders. But if he's flexible and can play left field and first base, DH, then he's going to come. But I don't know if he's ready. I haven't heard anything. I don't know where everybody's getting this. No idea. So back to Corbin Martin. I thought he had a bad outing, but I have not heard anything about it. One thing about it, he pitched three and two-thirds innings, which means he was probably in trouble in the fourth. Five hits and three runs allowed. Only one walk and only one strikeout. So what it is to me, Corbin Martin has a short leash, and they utilized the short leash on Tuesday. I don't think the guy's the answer. I don't think he's it. Brady Rogers is up, and I don't even know. I got it right here. Brady Rogers has pitched one game, two innings, one hit, one run, was probably a homer, and they haven't used him again. He has not pitched again, just that one game. Give him a chance to start. Forrest Whitley, he's got a plus 12 ERA, and now he's on the injured list. And we'll get to that later also. Well, not that, but we'll get to the injured list. He's on the minor league. He was the one everybody thought was going to get caught up in June, and it's not, it's not happening. I thought he was not happening. So, Bregman, Brantley, Mariznick, Stubbs all got two hits. So they called Garrett Stubbs up. Because on Monday, Max Stassi hurt himself running to first. I guess he's not used to running to first base with the chance to get a hit, and he hurt himself. I don't know. But he did that Monday when Chirinos was supposed to have the day off. He had to go back in. And so they called up Garrett Stubbs. And that may have happened on Sunday. I think he got hurt on Sunday. I'm not sure. Because I, I think he was there on Monday, and then he started on Tuesday. So it had to have happened on Sunday. So this is one thing I want to point out. In the game on Tuesday, you have Corbin Martin, Garrett Stubbs, Jack Mayfield, and Fisher starting the game against the Cubs, and they beat them 9-6. to six. No Springer, no Altuve, no Correa, no Diaz. And they defeat the Chicago Cubs, who are probably the second best team in the National League. I don't know for sure, but they're really good. They're a very good National League team. And they beat them with a minor league roster. I think Kemp played second. Mayfield played shortstop. I think Yuli played third, if I'm not mistaken, and Bregman DH. It was something, it was just, it was a weird, weird lineup. But they won. And so Wednesday, they had a normal, oh, not a normal lineup, but I believe eight out of the nine people in the lineup, players in the lineup, were on the opening day roster. So it wasn't really a AAA team. So Miley went seven innings on Wednesday. 
totally wasted. Six innings, six, seven innings, six hits and two runs. And he had nine strikeouts. That has to be his highest strikeout total of the season. There were three Astros that got a hit in Wednesday's game. Four total hits, one run. Tyler White, who I do not like, but I wish him well. Do good. You're on our team. Do good. He went one for four. I have this noted down, but he's hitting 220. So he was hitting about 262. And someone had asked me one time, why do I give him grief? And I don't give Yuli Gurriel grief. Well, Yuli Gurriel, where is he at? He's hitting 261. So he's doing better than him. And I don't like him. So anyway, let me switch that back. Oh, I wanted on that anyway. Okay, so Miley, seven innings, six hits, two runs, nine strikeouts. Amazing. But no one. Four hits. Someone got two hits. And Tyler White got one of them. That's crazy. Four hits. Tyler White got one. I think I think that was a double. So let's go to this disabled list craziness that's happening to the Astros. I wrote it down. I tried to remember it the best I could. So Altuve went out first, and Corbin Martin was called up. They moved Colin McHugh to the pin. And then when Diaz went out, they called up Jack Mayfield to play second base. And then Springer went out, they called up Fisher. I think McHugh was first. So McHugh went out and they called up Rogers. Springer went out, they called up Fisher. Stassi, they called up Stubbs. And then now Correa is out and they called up Miles Straw, who hasn't played yet. Altuve, hamstring, I think, or knee. I think it's hamstring. Diaz, hamstring. Springer, hamstring. Max Stassi's the one that hurt his knee. McHugh, arm soreness. Carlos Correa. And it was funny because I had a massage after work the same day that I heard about this. Carlos Correa. And I could be wrong. I believe he broke his rib. Getting a massage. And it was a personal massage, not one by the team. Broke his rib. Getting a massage. Now the Astros are another man short. Getting a massage. I was texting with Grady and Mark Yu. And the conversation was kind of like, maybe that's why they're not going to extend him. He's fragile. He's always hurt. He was hurt at the beginning of the season, but he's awesome. When he's not hurt, he's awesome, but it seems like he's always hurt. He missed the first couple games of the season. I can't remember how many. I think it was only two, but I don't really remember. It could be more. And now he's out again from getting a massage. That is nuts. So we've got Martin, Mayfield, Fisher, Straw, Stubbs, Brady Rogers. No Altuve, no Diaz, no Springer, Correa, Max Stassi, or Colin McHugh. And I, what would they do? What are they going to do if, if Garrett Stubbs continues to get hits? 
Because, I mean, I don't know how long Stassi's going to be out. Let's say Stassi's out 20 days. And when he comes back, Garrett Stubbs is hitting 300. Are they going to send him back down? I would get, I mean, if he, if he does good, I know Max Stassi is some kind of awesome pitch framer, but, you know, I want someone that can hit. And Garrett Stubbs is kind of in my heart because he's one of the guys I talked to when I did the interviews. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. So after the game, the Astros 37 and 20, they will now play Oakland. I won't give you the entire standings, but Oakland is seven and a half games behind the Astros. Friday, it'll be Peacock against Fires. Fires had a no-hitter. I don't know what his record is because I didn't write it down because everyone knows who Mike Fires is. And I hopefully, I believe, I mean, we're missing so many people. Hopefully, we light them up. Verlander against Anderson, who is 6-3 with a 3.86 ERA. The last time Verlander pitched, he went against a guy with a 5.87 ERA. I, I believe that was the Boston series, and the Astros couldn't score. It was a boring game. I think we lost 4-1. to one. And Sunday, Garrett Cole against Bassett, who is 3-1 with a 3.27 ERA. So that should be it should be a good matchup. I heard... That Oakland was hot, and they are eight and two in their last ten. So they are pretty hot. They're eight and two, but they've lost their last two games. So you've got a, a team that's at home that are that is very hot. It looks like they got some decent pitching, but I believe the Astros have their three best pitchers. But are we going to be able to win with Tony Kent, Jake Marisnik, Martin? Straw, Stubbs, are we going to be able to win without all of our studs? We proved it against Chicago that we could do it. But is it sustainable? Can these guys do it forever? It's one thing to have Altuve out and Diaz kicks butt while he's gone. But you're talking about four guys, two pitchers and four Position players taking over for some superstars and Max Stassi. So I guess it's really only four really good players. Altuve, Diaz, Springer, Correa. I can do without Max Stassi and Colin McHugh was playing like crap anyway. So I did get a question from Astro's Thor. He told me he does listen to every podcast and he had a question. He said, who is the most surprising player in May? So my interpretation of that question is, in in the month of May, who shocked me? Who surprised me? Who was awesome? So I looked at it. I can't change it to May. There's probably somewhere else I can do it. But I did the last 30 days. And off the top of my head, if you said May, I would probably say that Jake Marisnik surprises me and Diaz. So I looked at the stats and Diaz 
in May, three home runs, 13 RBIs, 339 batting average. He was doing so good covering for Altuve. And the other one, Jake Marisnik, four home runs and 10 RBIs. He's hitting 274. So Diaz is a career 260 hitter, and Jake is a probably a career 210 hitter. So they're both like 60 points or so, maybe less. I'm not doing the math that great. But they're 50, 60 points above what I expected from them. And Jake Marisnik getting four homers and hitting 274. It's tough. I have to say it's a tie. Because if I say Jake Marisnik is my biggest surprise, then I would have to say Diaz. Because I knew what I was getting with Jake, so I am a little surprised. But the way Diaz started in April, I, I didn't want him on the team anymore. I called him Dickhead Diaz. And he has surprised me. He surprised me covering for Altuve. He did a great job. So also, so what is my answer? I don't know. It's Diaz or Jake. I put a poll on Twitter and I forgot to look at what the results were. I didn't get any uh, alert, so I don't even know if somebody even voted. But I can't remember the three choices. So what I also did is I was thinking year to date, what Astro has surprised me? What Astro has played better than I expected? And there's one guy that comes to my mind that has exceeded my expectations. I don't know if the word is tenfold or whatever, but a lot. Really shocked that this guy is doing as well as he is. He's not hit a lot of home runs. He's not got a lot of RBIs. But Josh Reddick is hitting 311. If my memory serves me correctly, Josh Reddick is usually about a 240 hitter. He sits on the bench when they play left-handers. So Reddick, 311. But if you go last 30 games, I got to try to find him. Last 30 games, he's hitting 267. So he's starting to go down. So the last 30 days, 24 games. He has one homer, nine RBIs, and a 267 average. So he's slipping, but so far his batting average is higher than I thought it would ever be. So it must have been in the 360s in April for that to go down to that. But anyway, that's my answer. Josh Reddick, totally surprising me. One thing that doesn't surprise me is George Springer and Carlos Correa being hurt. And as much as I'd hate to see both of them, I guess I could live without Correa because he's always hurt. But it would be tough. It would be so tough to be without Springer. He was playing so good, I thought eventually... They would extend him. I think this was his second year of arbitration, and he has. I think he has one more season left. So maybe you would assume that 
if they were going to do it, they were already going to do it. But last year he was hurt. He had the thumb injury. I think he hit the uh, injured list twice. He's already hurt now. He was out, came back, slid to catch a foul ball, and he was out again. Is George Springer fragile? Carlos Correa is fragile. And what about Altuve? You don't want to say anything negative about him, but he was hurt last year with his knee. But he was very brave and very tough and very strong. And he could still run with that broken kneecap. So you had mad respect for Altuve. And Altuve never gets talked bad about, no matter what. But like I've said before, I totally believe that he has a five-year, 30-something million dollar contract starting next season. And it looks like the injury bug is hitting him. I mean, he's been out for quite a while. So if we look at year to date, and you hit games played, Altuve is ninth. He's played 39 games. Brantley's played 55. Bregman's played 55. Yuli's played 52. And Correa's played 50, so he's played quite a bit, but he got hurt. He's missed two at the beginning, and now he's hurt. Reddick played 49. Springer, 48. Marisnik, 45. But Altuve's only played 39 games. Tony, uh, Tyler White, let me rant about this guy. 109 at-bats. And that probably doesn't include sacrifices and walks. But he's walked 14 times. So 125 at-bats plus. This dude has one home run and eight RBIs. This guy needs to go. And hopefully it's true. Hopefully the rumor is true. Jordan Alvarez is coming up. And right now, if he can do what he's doing now, we need him. We have a super ton, lots of outfielders right now. Tony Kemp, Jake Marisnik, Springer, Brantley, Reddick. They called up Miles Straw. Did I, did I bring Miles Straw up? Yeah, Correa went out, Miles Straw came in. Miles Straw can play shortstop and outfield. He's super fast. I'm, I'm looking forward to these games against the uh, Oakland A's. Can we beat them with all these young kids? So anyway, that is uh, the podcast for now. 25 minutes. I'm, I, I tried to make it brief so I could go to sleep, and I kept ranting. Uh, Mark you, Grady, I look back at the text, and if I forgot to say something y'all wanted me to talk about, I do apologize. But our texts are so long, it's hard to find stuff sometimes. I try to take screenshots of them so I can remember. So uh, keep the questions coming. Thanks a lot. And Astro Thor, thanks for asking me a question and getting, giving me some material to talk about. Player of the year that surprised me, Josh Reddick. But he's going down. He's going down. We'll see what happens. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast.